Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. to um, talk about this game, catcher interference completely swung all momentum. Completely swung all momentum. Top of the first, three singles. Morgan gets you an RBI. Uh, Hagen Smith, who was flawless, I mean, had multiple innings where he had multiple strikeouts. Didn't matter because Skeens was shoving. Oh, Blake Skeens didn't have all of his best stuff. Okay, all right. I got you. But the bottom of the fourth, yes, Skeens gave up three singles, two RBIs. But you're as a team, with Cooper coming in, you're out of that inning. You are out of that inning. Here's another thing. Hayne Travinsky. Hayne Travinsky. Four for four. Your the rest of your lineup was absolute dog crap tonight. I, I mean, I get that Hagen Smith, I get that Holen uh, from Arkansas. You've seen before already this season, and was the only win that Arkansas had against you this year before tonight. Man, I mean. I, Sounds good that um, sounds good that Dylan Cruz hit a home run there in the top of the ninth, but it doesn't matter because you still lose by a run. Catcher interference, man, that's it. They only had one inning, one inning that they had any runs. They only had one inning where they had any runs. And you know what? Here's the good thing. Here's the good thing. Riley Cooper, when it was nut and, gut, nut and guts, when it was time to, to show that you got nuts and guts, seven strikeouts. Cooper comes into the fifth, bam, closes the door, gets three straight flyouts. Bottom of the sixth, Cooper gets a flyout, back-to-back 
strikeouts. One and two. He comes into the bottom of the seventh. One, two, three. He gets a ground out to the Dugas, and then he would get their best hitters out at the plate. Back-to-back strikeouts. That would be three and four. He would come back back into the bottom of the eighth. He would get a, get a pop-out, a single, and then he would get strikeout six and seven. Cooper did fantastic. Cooper did his job. And you know what? If you're going to make a run, guys, you've only gone through two arms in the pen. You've only gone through two guys in the pen. I promise you this. Listen to your boy. I promise you this is God is my witness. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, amen. If you face Arkansas again, whether it be in Hoover or whether it be in Omaha, you're going to beat that ass. I promise you, you're not going to have that again. And I pray to God you see Hagen Smith, and I pray to God you see Hunter Holland. Oh, well, Blake, they shut you down twice. Okay. Okay. I want them again. Arkansas's not a better team than you. They're not. We can talk about schemes. It's fine. I have nothing ill. I have nothing bad to say about Paul Skeens. Not a word. He's okay. It is okay with me to go through what he went through tonight. Because the truth is, the truth is, at worst, at worst, that game should be three to two. And you would have won it. It's just, it, it sucks all the momentum out in the inning. Bottom of the fourth, Skeens gets a hit by pitch, or hits a guy, hits Wagner. He gives up a single to Slavens, then Holt gets an RB, I mean, Callie gets an RBI single. Holt gets an RBI single. You would get a fly out. Cruz, I mean, Skeens gets a fly out. He walks a guy, then gets a uh, fly out to Gavin Duga. And then catchers in, in comes Riley Cooper. And the first batter that Riley Cooper sees is the catcher's interference. They're up 3-2. He gives up a two-RBI single, which let's call it what it is, okay? I I don't mean this in a wrong way. What are we doing when it comes to having Gavin Duga shaded so far into that four-hole? A little dribbler... A dribbler. Like dribble, 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 dribble. Goes back through the middle, and he's nowhere to be found. Two RBI. But it doesn't even that. Even that. Even though you gave up five runs to a really good team, you got to be better against frontline pitching. Because I promise you this, if you do get to Omaha... You think Hunter Holland and Hagen Smith are the best. They could arguably well be. There are other dudes out there that can absolutely shove. I know that Hayne Travinsky, you know, like the Hayne Travinsky base running error. That's a massive error with one out. Massive error with one out. You cannot have that. And I see everybody on Twitter. I see everybody on Twitter. Oh, that's Josh Jordan's fault. Guys, no, it's not. No, it's not. 
at some point, base running wise, you have you have to you have to do the simple things right. And you know what? Ninety nine times out of a hundred, Brock Holt or Holt, whatever the it is, Holt. I don't know if that's his first name, but Brock Holt played for the Red Sox. Holt does not make that play. He he just doesn't. But it's small things like that that adds up because when that happens, when that happens in the top of the sixth, you have Brain Joe Bear that's up. And no that and you have one out. That's a sack fly RBI. Guys, you lost the game by a run. So let me just say that again. You have a single by Travinsky, a single by Morgan. You get the 6-4-5 double play, which shouldn't have happened. It should have just been one out. You're doing your job. One out, runners on first and third. Brain Joe Bear comes up and hits a sack fly if you don't get out there. You cannot have those small errors against elite teams. And... I, it, I, I don't even want to come down on Travinsky. Trevi- Let's call it what it is. Travinsky is the main reason you are even remotely in the game going four for four tonight. You know, I, I, I see people getting upset and mad at the strikeout from Trey Morgan there at the end. Guys, he's three for four. At some point, your superstars got to be superstars. And I get it. It's baseball. It's baseball. I, I get it. I get it. Technically, you out-hit Arkansas. Or better yet, should I say, no, really and truthfully, it was Hayden Trevinsky and Trey Morgan that did. Oh, boy. So you rebound tomorrow. I don't even know who we have tomorrow. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm so flustered. Oh, God. (sighs) You got Texas A&M tomorrow at 3. Texas A&M tomorrow at 3. So there you go. Oh man, you 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 should have won that one, man. You should have won that one. There's no business. It's no business. All right, let's get to a couple comments. Let me get to these super chats first, guys. If you send in a super chat, we'll get to these comments first. Just send a dollar. Send a dollar, dollar. Jake Roberts says four nine nine via super chat. He says that's what I uh, like to hear. Blake, come on. I mean, it, it's true. And thank you so much for the $4.99 Super Chat. It's true. You cannot have those simple errors. And Riley Cooper shoved, man. I, I mean, listen. You go from you go from the fourth inning, okay, when all of that happened. You go the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, four innings without getting a run. And really... I mean, truthfully, you weren't even pressuring Arkansas. 
You got to be better. You got to be better. Riley Cooper can't be any better than it was tonight. Jordan Haydad with a $199 super chat. Thank you so much for the super chat, my man. He said, they're not umpires. They're school bus drivers. I know that that's a joke. And thank you so much for the $1 super chat or $2 super chat. Um, I know that that's a joke, but it's kind of not. It's it's kind of not, right? I mean, these dudes are like lawyers and like accountants. Make umpiring and make refereeing full-time paying jobs. By the way, the NBA, you know, you know what their uh, a rookie salary in the NBA is, by the way? Full-time employees. They get paid $250,000. Now, they, I mean, they do a lot more than you. Uh, and I get that. All right. That's not it. So, everybody, do, let's do this. Everybody do this. Uh, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. If you're listening to us on Facebook, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. There's over 100 of you or close to over 100 of you live with us on YouTube, do us a favor. Hit that like button. Hit the share. Uh, it helps us with that algorithm. Thank you so much for joining us. We do appreciate you being with us. So let's get to some more of these comments. We'll take as many of them uh, as we can. Jake Roberts says, no, it's single elimination for everyone from here on out. That is true. Jamie Brady says, how does SC officials get so bad in all sports? Um, yeah, Adrian Perkins, AD says the umps need to use some Cremo fam. Yeah. The uh, AD was in the chat or you Twitter saying he uses Cremo and he squirts it all over him or something. Pause. Um, can't have that. Can't have that. Uh, Bayou Bengal 84 says on a positive note, the bullpen has looked great as of late. I mean, look, let me add this before we kind of get rolling here. So we we'll, we got a lot of baseball we're going to talk here tonight uh, as well. But you can't strike out 17 times, man. Look, the, the biggest thing for me, I, I get the catcher interference. I get you allowed five runs in that inning. You just can't strike out 17 times, though. There's no excuse for that. 17 of your 20 uh, of Arkansas's 27 outs you can't get punched out like you start the game off Cruz and Pearson go down swinging and look White gets a single Travinsky gets a single Morgan gets the RBI single and Thompson strikes out so you strike out the side so it doesn't look as bad there but then you go to the bottom of the second right Joe Bear strikes out Dugas strikes out Malazzo grounds out a, a small little dribbler to third, you go to the top of three. Cruz would strike out again. Pearson would ground out to the first baseman. And White would uh, strike out uh, as well. You go to the top of the fourth. Travinsky. Hey, guys, every time his name's going to get brought up, it's going to be positive. Line drive single. He would score a run on a wild pitch. Remember, bases loaded, he'd score on the wild pitch. Morgan singles in the left field. Here, here's another one. No outs, runners on first and second. Okay? Thompson would strike out. Joe Bear would strike out. Dugas would walk. 
And then when Malazzo was up to the plate, bases loaded, the wild pitch would happen and he would strike out. Holland would come in for Malazzo and get his first strikeout. So in four innings of play, in four innings of play, you've struck out 10 times. 10 in four innings. 10 in four innings. Now you know what it feels like to go against Paul Skeens normally. Okay? Top of five, one, two, three. The top of your order. So this was another deflating moment in the game for me too. So you just gave up five runs. Look, at this point, you got to find a way to answer back. But bottom of four is when the whole thing started collapsing for LSU. Top of the fifth, Cruz grounds out to third. Pearson strikes out. Tommy Tanks strikes out. Can't have that, man. You can't have that. Now, one positive note. One positive, very positive note okay, is you've used two arms out of the pen, only two. And (laughs) that has not happened all year in a weekend or in a tournament series. It's not happened. But you've gone to Cooper, you've gone to Ackenhausen. I have no idea what Jay's plan of attack for tomorrow is. None. None. Like, I, I, I have nothing. I, I don't know. Zero clue. We can uh, debate what he needs to do in the chat, make it a bullpen day. Well, who do you start? Do you go with Blake Money against Texas A&M? I mean, like, where do you go? Now, A&M has not been the best at minimizing runs, and they're fighting for their outright life. Because right now, A&M's a three seed in a, in a regional setting per D1 baseball. <sighs> I agree with some of y'all. A lot of people in here saying, like Nathan says, will Ty Floyd be pitching tomorrow? Oh, I thought you said he should be pitching tomorrow. Um, Spectrum, uh, Jake Roberts, uh, Penn Jones. A lot of people are saying throw Floyd, I guess. I mean, you do need to get – you probably do need to get Ty Floyd some work. You probably do. Go to him, man. Go to him. But at 3 tomorrow, at 3 p.m. tomorrow, you got to be with it, man. You got to be with it. Okay? You're the first game tomorrow. And then you match – would match up back with Arkansas – at 12 on Saturday. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Florida and Vandy uh, here. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. Jordan Haydad said start uh, Gavin Guidry. I think you got to go Floyd, man. You gotta get you at, at worst. You gotta let you got to let um, 
you got to let Ty Floyd work, man. You can't let him sit that long. Because if you do lose tomorrow and you don't get to Ty Floyd, Eric says, I get it. But before he got hurt, he was hitting very well. Who is that? Who is that? Uh, Barry Barbier says, Skeens walked too many batters. He was not sharp uh, with his normal game. I mean, he walked two. I mean, I get what you're saying, but he walked too. I mean, he didn't. Elwin, that's a dumb comment. It's not just baseball. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at it right here. No, he only walked two. I, I mean, that wasn't the issue. I, I mean, he like the bottom of the fourth had nothing to do with walk, guys getting walks. And if you're going to lose a game, I, I'd rather it be like this: hit by pitch, single, single. Fly out, walk. There's your walk. But then he would get a fly out to um, Gavin Duga, and then he would come, and then he'd get pulled. So you got two outs. He's only given up two runs at that point. Okay, like it's not like, and he's on a pitch count. Okay, he's on a pitch count. So he's given up two runs in four innings. Hagen Smith, the second best pitcher probably in the country. Let's call it what it is. Hagen Smith is the second best pitcher in the country, and he's also given up two. Like. I, was it a great performance by Skeens? No. Was it probably the worst he's had at LSU? Probably. But it, he didn't have a horrible performance because you go to you go to Cooper there, okay, uh, against Diggs, and it, that's when the catcher's interference happened. I mean, they only have one inning where they do anything. And look. Those two guys are the ones that were a part of beating you the first time in game one earlier this year. You, I'm telling you, man, I, I'm telling you, this is just how I feel. It's something that's in my gut. Y'all watch a lot of sports. It's in my gut. If you beat A&M tomorrow and you face Arkansas again, you're beating Arkansas. I, I can feel it. I can feel it in my gut. Now, I, I mean, maybe I just got a fart or something, but I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it. I'm telling you. No, it's 3 p.m. Central. Whoever asked the time for tomorrow. No, it's 3 p.m. Central. <sighs> Paxton Kling, yeah, he's got to get the bat off his shoulder. I agree, guys. I agree, guys. Yeah. Oh, I, I see this in the chat. Yeah. So I, I don't know what Jay what they warned Jay for about. Like I, I have no clue. I, I have I have no clue what they have um what they warned Jay about later in the game. Like I get that Jay was upset about the catcher's interference, but what are they warning him about? And, and look, I, I get Jay's not gonna say anything negative about the the uh, the game tonight. That was shit. Like that was a shit game. Oh, it clearly touched. It clearly touched. Okay, okay, okay. Would love to know what um, uh, um, Jay Johnson argued there. Would love to know what Jay Johnson was arguing there. But. The fourth is what beat you, man. And I, I, I hate to say this. I hate to say this. 
But Milazzo's got to be better than that. It's got to be better. I, I, I get it. That's a tough, tough spot, man. Tough, tough spot. But you, and, and, and again, and I'll continue to say this all night long. You just cannot strike out 17 times. You cannot strike out 17 times. That is horrible. Look like the game plan from Paul Skeens was, look, I'm on a pitch count. Uh, you know, it, it seemed like he was pitch, trying to pitch to contact, trying to get guys in and, out, in and out of there. Maybe he could go longer. But, you know, give Arkansas a lot of credit. One thing we haven't done, give Arkansas a lot of credit. They made Skeens work. But Cooper came in and slammed the door. I hate that he gave up the two RBIs there or the two runs there because they're earned on Skeens. But I, I, I hate that he gives up the hit there to Boffrin. But he comes in and gets a ground out, and then he shoves the rest of the way. I mean, nothing that Riley Cooper did is, is his fault today. It's all on Skeens there. It's all on Skeens there. But they're a good team, man. LA Mom 2020 says, did it touch? Question mark, question mark, question mark, exclamation point times three. The replay that I saw from the side view did not look like it touched. I don't know. I, I mean, you could see his mitt. Get, like, at least to me, it looked like the top of the mitt got hit. It looked like the top of the mitt got hit. So... Look, we can talk about Skeens in the fourth inning all the hell we want to. We had been talking about all year long, well, the bullpen, the bullpen, the bullpen, the bullpen. And, and this part is, it is baseball. You're the best hitting lineup in two times. Arkansas had two guys and two lefties that they can run out there and close you out to some extent. They can hold you off enough. <sighs> Nick Rizzuto says, different topic. Does eight SEC teams host regionals? It would be a first time. No, I do not with South Carolina losing today. Uh, Matthew Denicola on Facebook says, Malazzo is, a good, is good at defense. But here's the truth, Matt, and I'm going to get to the rest of your part here. I he has not been better than Travinsky. I mean, he had a great block uh, tonight, but Tra name a time when you've been there and sat there and said, we talked about this last night with Matt Trent, who, you know, his accolades of being a former collegiate pitcher. Name a time Travinsky's been bad behind the plate. I get you're giving him some rest. I get you want to get Malazzo in there. But when hits are so crucial, when hits are so crucial, okay, in a game like this, and you go and you and he is a defensive guy, you can't make a defensive blunder. He says, but I think Travinsky needs to be the catcher. Okay, maybe I should have read the rest of your comment. <laughs> and we could be a DH below. So I get the, I get the thought process. I mean, it's lefty on lefty matchup. 
I mean, you're playing your odds of getting – and Malazzo's had some big hits this year. Not against that, though. That might be the best one-two punch in the country, right? Like, they're the best one-two punch. Holland and Smith are the best one-two punch in the country. I mean, after schemes, I mean, I know that Cooper shoved tonight, but that's not consistent. I, I, I just – I'm glad that, you, that Cooper threw strikes. <laughs> I'm glad Cooper threw strikes. Let's call it what it is. Uh, Jamie Fortenberry says, we still had runners on on every inning from the fifth on and didn't score. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Top of five, you went one, two, three. Yeah, top of five, you went one, two, three. <sighs> Let's see. Yeah, the fifth you didn't. I'm trying to make sure that just in case. Um, I, I mean, technically, yeah, maybe from the fifth on, maybe I misread what you're saying. If you're saying from the fifth inning on, okay. Yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah, six, seven, eight, nine, we did. I mean, ninth. The ninth is when Cruz hit the home run, but you're right, the eighth. Uh, Travinsky single. He was four for four. Morgan would strike out. RBI single by Thompson. Uh, top of the seventh. Uh, the infield single by Duga. See, and here's here's a big one, man. Here's a big one. Like again, Malazzo Kane right there. Can't can't happen. Pearson would K after that. So Cruz would walk. So you got runners on first and second. One out. Pearson K'd. And then you got run. Oh man, this one really stings. Top of the seventh, you got runners on first and second. You're down um, five to two, and you could have tied it up with one swing of the bat from Tommy White. But he would ground out to third. Yeah, you're not wrong, Jamie. You're not wrong. That's on me. I thought you were saying, like, in the fifth. I was about to say, no, we had talked about the fifth. We had talked about the fifth. Aaron Hornsby says 17 times, 17 times, 17 time strikeout champs. <laughs> it's a nice rest, a wrestling reference there. Nick Rizzuto says different. Oh, we got, we got to that one. Richard Manning says no one figured out they would pull that stunt on third. No one. They were special on that one. Sh sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. See how you rebound tomorrow, man. Let's see how you rebound tomorrow. I mean, I I really don't have, I really don't have any anything else to to say, really. Um, I don't have really anything else to say. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe you have a situation where, um. I don't know. I don't know. Ryan C says at this point, you're probably right. I guess. Gasly Gamer says they didn't have any to start with, uh, but they have been pitching lights out with kids that haven't done it all year. Yeah. Uh, Michael on, fa on YouTube says, why do you change the lineup in the ninth? Well, here's the reason why you change the lineup in the ninth is 
simple nature. I mean, do you want Alex Malazzo coming up to the plate or Jared Jones? And it's a very tough spot for Jared Jones. At least Jared Jones didn't strike out. And I, I know that's so awful to say, but at least he didn't strike out. You know what I mean? Like, it's a tough place to be in. But he's a better overall hitter than Alex Malazzo is. You At that point, you need runs. And then Pearson, I mean, either go with what you think. So yesterday in um, the one plate appearance that uh, Paxton Kling got, he hit the hardest hit ball or had the hardest hit ball at 109 miles an hour off the bat. It was 109.8. And, you know, so I think that you just look at Pearson's at bats tonight and you just sit there and say, look, he's looked really bad at the plate against a lefty and you got to go somewhere else. You got to go somewhere else. So, I don't know what Texas A&M has at, at this current moment. Like, I have no clue what Texas A&M has. None. None. No clue. But they're a really well-coached team. They do have some dudes that can hit. Let's see what Ty Floyd can do. Let's see what Ty Floyd can do. I mean, it. I guess it just really depends. I, I, I would throw Ty Floyd let him give some work but that was a rough one and let's call it what it is arguably probably the best pitching performance you're going to see all weekend there's not two better guys you saw a major league baseball game tonight with Hagen Smith and, and Paul Skeens on the bump and you came up a run short and you know you're a half game back from winning you know if because if you would have arguably won that game three against South Carolina, you would have been the outright SEC champs of the West, okay? Because you have a tiebreaker and, and beating Arkansas in the beginning of the year. You know, kind of a little bit of a revenge game in some sense, like, hey, who's the real champion? And today they you, you lost it. Now, does it really matter if you can get into the regionals, super regionals, you get into Omaha? No. But if you face them again and they have you have those two dudes on the bump, I want to see them again. As a competitor, I want to see them again. I would want to make those two guys shut you down a third time. I would want to make those two guys shut, shut you down a third time. Remember the first time, the only run that you had was a Brady Neal opposite field home run. We'll find out. It's not the only news uh, we had here today, uh, I guess, that we need to get to. I'll get to some more of these comments before. Uh, before we do that, let me just address this, though. Though, Arkansas head coach Dave Van Horn says the bat definitely hit the glove, and it was no doubt catcher's interference. From an LSU beat perspective, don't quote him especially when you've been in this game long enough. He says, they all heard it. I don't give it to Rudy Poos what Dave Van Horn heard. You look like a guy that should be dressing up in khakis and a button down every day. Says the ball still uh, made it to the outfield. Could have been uh, gone much further. Yeah, bullshit. Bullshit. 
who gives to Rudy Poos. And let me tell you all this, too. This 11.7 guy, the college baseball podcast, they put all these videos up there. They hate LSU's demise. They hate it. All right, Jay Johnson. Let me get this quote from Jay Johnson. He said, this is a tough ball game. you got to give a lot of credit to Arkansas. They're a very talented order. They did a good job of competing, uh, kind of got a break that with the catcher's interference. We competed better against these pitchers than we did in March, but we still left a lot to be desired in some of those at-bats. There's no better way for, for Jay Johnson to say it. <laughs> no better. There's no better. So basically, he's telling you, like, look, I, this is what Jay's telling you. You want to know what Jay's telling you? Listen, I know we had a really – shitty fourth inning uh you gotta hit the ball <laughs> you gotta go up there and swing the bat that's what jay's telling you that's the bottom line of what jay's telling you hey man we had a really bad fourth inning on a guy that's got on a pitch count you know riley cooper came in and shoved when are you, let me ask you this let me ask you this. When are you going to be a complete team where you can just have two really uh, – I'm not even asking for great performances, but just good performances. When can you put back-to-back games together and do that? You, 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 look, we came into this tournament. This is what – this is this is the funny thing about what we talked about coming off last weekend against Georgia, especially in that Sunday game. Could you and would you find out about your team in a tournament setting when you go into Hoover, It will, will it prepare you for regionals? And look, I'll be honest, my take was if your bullpen doesn't step up, you're not winning that Rudy Poo thing. The problem with that is they've stepped up. Nate Ackenhausen and, and 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 Riley Cooper have stepped up. Now you go into the game tomorrow with Texas A&M, you got to find a way to win it. I want Arkansas again. I want Arkansas again. You're you're 2 and 2 against Arkansas in the season. Might even tweet that out right now. I'm going down talking shit. <laughs> I'm going down talking shit. Was kind of glad tonight to see. Um, was kind of glad tonight to see Jay Johnson. If if I am going to be, there's one thing I am kind of glad about. I am kind of glad to see Jay Johnson getting a little fiery. Not going to lie. 
not going to lie. All right, let's do this. I haven't taken a break all show. Um, let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag. Let me reset. We got some football news. LSU got a commitment. Brian Kelly's locking down the state. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about more about tomorrow with Texas a and I'll pull up their stats and some of their guys and uh, what you can expect from them. I don't know who they're going to throw, but I do know them really pretty well. Watch the game today. They're a good hitting team. So let's talk about uh, our good friends over to Battle Line and GM Varno and Sons. Let us reset. We'll be back really, sh- really soon. Don't go anywhere. Soon. <laughs> BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you're a friend. Play Grafino. Sit you on by. We're, We're back. back. All right, everybody hit the like and share. Don't be a Rudy Poo. Hit the like and share. I'm going to disagree with one thing I saw in the chat. Nick, I don't agree. Nick Chasson said Arkansas got clutch hits and Tigers didn't. I don't believe I, that's not true. It's not true. That's not that's n- they have one inning. They had multiple guys on too. They didn't have clutch hits th- through eight innings. They had one big inning, but you ha- you didn't have the clutch hits. I agree with you. Arkansas is one catcher's interference away from losing. Let's call it what it is. Let's call it what it is. All right. So in case you miss it, look, so we've talked about this a little bit. We talked about this a little bit. LSU and Brian Kelly have identified their top 15 prospects in Louisiana. And we've constantly talked about this. And sneaky because, look, it's baseball season. You're in Hoover right now. A lot of things are going on. Not really the football season. But in case you miss it because it did happen and the news did break during the baseball game uh, today or yesterday if you're listening back on the video – but Demarion Johnson, 6'2", 280-pound defensive lineman from Westgate, New Iberia, has committed to LSU. So let me tell you what's going on here. And this isn't fact. I mean, this isn't opinion. This is fact. LSU has identified their top 15 prospects in this class, and they're probably going to get – they might, maybe – 
maybe have one slip away. Maybe, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think Brian Kelly has identified the top 15 prospects in this state and is going to get all of them. We talked about two weeks ago that the last time that that happened, there was a guy by the name of Nick Saban who was here and did that in 2001. If you're able to get Wardell Mack, if you're able to get Dominic McKinley, if you're able to get uh, uh, um, some of these, Kobe Young and some others, I know I'm missing off a few. That is a full state. Uh, Joel Roberts, Roger, excuse me. You are locking your state down. So that is also without, that is also without going and possibly landing a guy like Colin Simmons, some of the offensive linemen that you're attempting to bring in here. And if you remember, and I, this is not a shot at O, this is not a shot at Orgeron. But you remember the old saying that Orgeron used to have about recruiting? We're going to lock the state down and we're going to go outside of the state and get first-round picks. It's kind of what Brian Kelly's doing without even ever, ever having to say it. It's everybody's game plan when they coach here. Lock the state down and go get recruits that you think are potential first-round picks from other states. Colin Simmons comes to mind. He's not the only one, but Colin Simmons comes to mind. It's interesting, man. What are you going to say about Brian Kelly? What are you going... What will you say about Brian Kelly if he gets the top 15 guys that he wants? Not what 247 has him ranked. Not what, for the love of God, on three has him ranked. Just got massive addition. Big fish. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what are you going to say if he gets all those dudes? Look, you got Collage Cobbins. You got the uh, 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 the kid from Ruston, Ahmad Bro. Mm. I, I, I mean... Now you go get this kid from Westgate, Dominic McKinley's still out there, and you're in the driver's seat at the current moment for Colin Simmons. Just telling you, man, the one question we always had was could Brian Kelly recruit? And to the current moment, as it sits, as it sits, He's not doing a bad job. Now, when I look at when I look at uh, Demarion Johnson, it's not as if that he didn't have a crap load of offers because he did. He did have a crap load of offers. The three star, I might add, and I know it. When we posted, everybody's like, "Oh, he's a three star." Well. I mean, he did have a crap load of offers. He did have a crap load of offers. As I look at him here, these are some of the teams that offered him. Auburn, 
Alabama, Oklahoma State, Colorado, LSU. It's a pretty damn good list. And when you have teams like that that are offering a kid in your state nine times out of ten that he could play. So now you got Tradez Green. Now you have 16 commitments. Let's read them down. Tradez Green, Maurice Williams, Collage Cobbins, Deshaun McBride, who, by the way, I told you was a top kid in the country. You didn't believe me. He's climbed all the way to the top three safety in the class. Quarterback in Colin Hurley, Tavion Galloway, Jawan Johnson, Joseph Stone, Zion Ferguson, Devon Keyes, uh, Demarion Johnson, Kari Lee, Wallace Foster, Ahmad Bro, and Aaron Burrell. Oh, and by the way, you're ha- you have some more commits coming. Because I do think that you sit in a in a really good position for Dominic McKinley. I think you sit in a good position for Wardell Mack. And by the way, Tylen Singleton, the linebacker from Manny, Louisiana, I feel really good about. So you have a potential, literally, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. The top fifteen kids in the state that you wanted, you got. Hmm. You can't make this up, man. You can't make this up. It's sneaky. Uh, not a lot of people are talking about LSU. But as I see it right now, I mean, I guess what, depending on what service you look at, they're number five team in the country again, and they're only going to get they're only going to get better in recruiting. They're only going to get more recruits. All right, Matthew Denicola. I I I do hope that I'm saying that right, but it is a that's a cool not last name Denicola. Denicola sounds like a mafia member, you know. Matthew, Matthew, the hands, Denicola. Matthew, the hands, Denicola. Was known as a, as a, a, a Genovese crime family underboss. (laughs) Oh, that's true. Matt McMahon got a commitment day. That is correct. Damian Collins from Kentucky. See, see, didn't even talk about that as well. I mean, man, I, I gotta, I gotta talk about my dude, Matt McMahon. I know that y'all hate his ever living guts. <laughs> I know that y'all hate his ever living guts. Yeah. But anyway, we can talk about him as well. Damian Collins from Kentucky transfer or made an announcement today that he is transferring to LSU. Now, He's a 6'9 forward, about 200 pounds. Didn't see a lot of action last year. Played in 25 games for Kentucky. Averaged two points a game. Uh, Didn't really have a lot of statistical stuff going on with him. Now, he was a a guy that a lot of people wanted out of high school. Obviously, Kentucky wanted him out of high school. He's played 52 uh, games at Kentucky. Has only averaged about eight minutes per game uh, throughout the year uh, or throughout the two years at Kentucky. Uh, I guess let's see what he can do at LSU. Can Matt McMahon get the best out of that young man? He's got some years with him. He's got some years. Uh, Cole Harville on YouTube sends us 199. Thank you, Cole, so much. If you have a comment, you can throw it in there. We'll throw it up there uh, with you right now. But thank you so much for the $199 Super Chat. Every time you guys do that, that helps us grow. As you know, uh, we're already growing the studio. 
this is not going to be here forever. The setup's going to be, and I, I, I know I've said that, but we've built this, um, and we're going to continue. You know what's funny, though? You know what's funny? I said this to Matt Trent um, yesterday, I believe it was Matt Trent. Um, yesterday was five years from when we were still doing videos, man. It's been five long years doing this. Can you believe it? I can't. I can't. Uh, Southern Miss. Tie game. Top of the ninth. It's a team that you should expect. Um, soon. I, I don't think that they're hosting. I don't think that they're hosting. Uh, Brandon Reese says, from what I read, Matt McMahon now has all the scholarship spots filled. I will be honest. I will be completely honest with you. Um, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. L.A. Farm Girl, farm spelled P-H-A-R-M. I'm assuming like pharmacy, maybe. What do I know? Says tomorrow is 100 days until the Florida State game. Yep, no offseason. No offseason. Chance Babin says the Westgate drought is over. Dot, 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 maybe. You'd hope so. I mean, you get a commitment. That's something. That is something. Richard Mann, Neen, says, think Johnson was saying that Chervinsky was interfered with also. Interfered with how? I, I don't know how. I don't know. Uh, interfered with how Chris Barnhill says you can hate that man question how can you hate that man he took over an impossible situation following Will Wade yeah I don't know a lot of people do hate Matt McMahon though a lot of people do do not like Matt McMahon right now I I, I, don't, I, I don't get it I don't get it I mean, it was frustrating last year, and he he got to get it, he's got to get it rolling. He's got to get it rolling. Uh, Cole Harville says you may have already said something about it in the past, but Brady Neal has back tightness. But I had Buddy catch for Southern Miss was a starter. He thinks something more serious. Yeah, he's something more serious. He's out of this. Yeah, Cole. He's it's it's something. It's not back tightness. <laughs> When Jay said the injury about Brady Neal uh, when it first happened, and he said, yeah, he's just got some back tightness. Uh, I looked at Matt Trent, who joined us last night, like, yeah, uh-huh, back soreness. Yeah, you know what, Coach? I got back soreness, too. I'm in my 30s. It sucks. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Father Bear says, you really need to maximize on Louisiana recruits this year because next year we're going to have to go out of state. Word is it's going to be a down year for talent.
I don't know. I, I mean, you do have some. I, I mean, you do have some uh, good running backs, but I mean, like Harlem Berry, uh, um, Anton, the corner out of Westgate as well. I mean, he committed. I mean, one of his teammates committed today. You got Keelan Moses, Corey Amos, James Simon, Russell Babineau. Um, Devin Harper's not a bad one. The 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 kid from Captain Shreve, I like him a lot. The six five tackle. Uh, Deshaun Ford. Yeah, Brett Borderline already committed. He ain't going nowhere. I I do wonder if they make a run at John David Lafleur, the the tight end. Um. Tyrone Francis, Tyron Francis. Uh, they got some guys, Father Abear, I think. But I do th- I do agree with you. I do agree with you. It might not be as top-heavy as it is this year. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Uh, Gasly Gamer says Johnson was arguing the umpire because he thought there was a catcher's interference and was not called. Oh, is that what uh, Jay said that he was arguing why they gave him a warning? Uh, Ryan says walking around with these BK cojones has my back quote unquote tight too. Pause. Jeez, I'm peaked. Chad says the down year for talent is this next year is supposed to be better. Yeah, they got some dudes next year. They got some dudes. All right, let's end it with this. So, Texas A&M, you got them tomorrow at three. Faced them already this year. You remember how that series already went. You took the first two. Probably should have swept them. Um, but they rallied late. They took a game. They took game three, but they got Chase Lavalette. They got Trevor Warner, uh, Jack Moss, even though the home runs might be down a little bit, he's still hitting 359. Can Ty Floyd shut him down? Can, can Ty Floyd shut him down? Now, let me go to this. Let's see what Ty Floyd did against them last time. Um... Let's see what Ty Floyd did against them last time. Let me get this box score up. Ty, see, <laughs> Ty Floyd went three and one-thirds innings, gave up four hits on five runs, three earned runs, two base on balls, three strikeouts, one hit by pitch. Uh, he threw 68 pitches. Garrett Edwards was actually the one who got the win. He went three and a third as well. Gave up three hits on one run, one earned run, three walks, five strikeouts. That's a lot in, a, in three innings. Uh, then Riley Cooper came in, gave up two hits. Blake Money came in and got the save. Um, got a strikeout and only allowed a hit uh, and one earned run. I'm assuming the way that this line looks, he only gave up. Um, he only gave up. He must have gave up a home run that I don't remember. Let me see. No, he didn't. Okay. So, 
The last time Ty Floyd saw Texas A&M, he didn't do too hot. He didn't do too hot. So, but he's a completely different Ty Floyd. He's had really good games this year. <laughs> really good games this year. I mean, he's kind of come on of late. I mean, that's early in the season. Was that in March? So, man, I do. I do too, Chris. Chris Barnhill says, Garrett, man, I miss Garrett. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Richard Manning sends us a $5 super chat. Thank you. Uh, Richard Manning, he says, Blake, when you feel as strongly about winning a game as you do about beating Arkansas in a third game, it's called feeling the feel. I feel that you're going to beat it if you if you face them on Saturday. I do believe you're gonna you're gonna t- you're gonna get them. I do believe you're gonna get them. I do, man. I I, I really do. I don't know if that means – I don't know what that, you know – I don't know what that means. <laughs> Father Darius says, I don't know what I'm talking about. Carry on. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do, Father Bear. Don't say that. Uh, Richard Head on YouTube says, Ty Floyd is a born again uh, – Ty Floyd is born to pitch again. Uh, he's a – Bertrand, new man. I'm assuming he means brand new man. He's a born-again pitcher. Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, Chris Barnhill says, we play the A&M for SEC opening series. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. All right, let's get out of here, man. Let's get out of here. We'll see you tomorrow, post-game again. Hopefully you win, play Saturday and Sunday. We'll be here covering it all, man. We'll be here covering it all. Till tomorrow, knuckleheads. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.